I'm Michelle Reyes. I'm Holly Houghton. And I'm Noreen Noble. The three of us are certified life coaches and members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And we love people and want to connect with all women of faith. We decided to bring our coaching knowledge about intentional thought, along with our love and knowledge of Jesus Christ and his teachings, to create a podcast where we can explore how all this can fit together. We hope that with you, we can become more mindful and learn to find joy in any circumstance and ultimately strengthen our faith in Jesus Christ in every thought. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the In Every Thought podcast. This is episode number 36, and this one is a special one because we just hit our year mark of having published this podcast. We took a little break during the summer and then started up season two in the fall. And so here we are a year later, and we're so grateful for all that we've been able to share with you, all, the, all of you who have listened. If you found this information helpful, we would love it if you would share it with others, because we just think it is something we just want everyone to know about. So we thought that in this episode, we would talk about something that each of us has learned this past year while doing this podcast and just share some insights and, and thoughts and leave it with you. So I'll go ahead and go first with mine. For me, it's been such a great journey, this whole process of learning about thought work and the model, learning how to implement it using it in a way to help bless my life. Also recognizing just more and more of how it is one of the tools that we can use and that there's other means of, of progressing and, and helping us in our life. But it really has been such a valuable thing to put effort into because I've been able to see how it's shifted the way that I just naturally think about things. So I wanted to share just this example of when this was able to happen for me. A few months ago, I was attending a, a gala that was local here. And part of the entertainment was a popular country star who was going to perform at it. And I don't remember his name, which is probably good because that I'm not, you know, sharing a, a certain name, but he, he just started saying about things that don't quite align with my value system. And it began to feel just really uncomfortable. And I just thought, my goodness, of all the things that you could be singing about, you're singing about this. And I felt myself just really moving into judgment and irritation. And the funny thing is it wasn't until later when I was thinking about it more that I realized that soon after moving into judgment and irritation, my brain started offering questions, questions like, I wonder what his story is. Like, what was his upbringing? What's been his life's experiences? Why does he choose to sing about these particular things? Like, what's his experience? And my brain just naturally got so curious about why he would choose to sing about those particular topics. And all of a sudden, because of that curiosity, like the judgment left, the irritation left, and it was just genuine curiosity. And I was able to 
go through the rest of that experience without having those ill judgments of him. And it wasn't until later on that I realized what my brain was doing and it just felt so good. Like I'd made some progress. I think in the past I have been prone to judging people or, you know, thinking that I, that they should show up a certain way or not show up a certain way. And this just allowed me to give space and grace for someone else to live their life in in the way that they wanted to. And it didn't have to be a certain way. And so I just felt really grateful for how doing modeling and asking those questions and poking holes, like doing that regularly has really trained my brain to be able to do that more subconsciously now. And so that's been one of the greatest benefits for me um, in doing this modeling work. Thank you for sharing that story with us, Michelle. I love, I mean, the story always makes me giggle, but it's more than the story. It is the fact that you, your brain was already doing it. And then you even didn't even know that, that you later on had to find the awareness to say, oh, this is kind of in my life right now. And I think that's awesome. How many times have I done that? I don't even know because I haven't taken time to look back and assess it. So that's really cool. Thanks for sharing that. You know, I love that example, Michelle, because I think one thing when we are in that place of judgment, going into curiosity can help open us up to the spirit and, and the Holy ghost will teach us. He'll, he'll give us impressions of things to consider or thoughts, you know, we can think to help us feel more compassionate and love towards other people. And so I love that, that curiosity moved you into a place more also to be able to feel the spirit more and, and to move into that love more than the judgment. I love that. Because I feel like that could apply to when I judge myself. So if I'm judging myself, which I do a lot, ladies, when I move into curiosity versus judgment, I do hear the voice of the Lord a little bit clearer telling me that I'm worthy, that I'm good enough, and that, and then guiding me towards something better to think than just I'm worthless and things like that. So I love that you said that because it really resonated with me when I judge myself. Yeah, I like that too, because... I think part of the reason why we sometimes misjudge people and and I'm obviously there's times when we need to discern between different situations and following the spirit as to like getting out of certain situations or, or things like that. When it comes to this type of judgment where we're seeing someone as less than that doesn't serve us in any way. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think if we can use the model and use curiosity and allow the spirit to soften our hearts, like that's, that's a significant thing in my book. It really reminds me of the value of doing this work of doing modeling and thought work and asking questions. So it's been super beneficial for me. And I'm, I'm grateful that doing these podcast episodes has opened up all these different discussions and allowed us, you know, to grow in that way. Okay, Holly, let's hear what you learned this last year. Yeah, it's it's kind of just what you just said is doing these podcast episodes has pushed me. It's made me uncomfortable. Uh, it's opened opportunities for me to 
really study things and, and really decide how I feel about something. And so I've appreciated that. And I've struggled with that a little bit as we've gone through this process. And one thing I think is I just think of not so much the podcast necessarily, but it's part of the podcast, but just the last year of things that I've learned and still am in the process of learning, but is really just to learn how to trust, trust the Lord in my life. Because it's funny that I think that I can control people as much as I'm talking specifically about my family here, like that I really have this false sense of control of my children to like let go. And it's like, well, I don't have that to begin with, but really to take a look at things and think, is, is that belief serving me? And I've had to question a lot of the things I thought of how I would be as a mom and what I would do and what it would look like. And really question, are those things still serving me? And to slow it down and really be more intentional and really include the Lord in those things. Because there's some of them that's like, okay, Heavenly Father, this goes against a little bit of been taught to believe, but it feels right. And to really include him on some of those decisions when specifically it comes to parenting, as Ryan and I discussed that and counseled together. And it's it's just been really I'm going to call it a miracle in my life that, that we have the opportunity to talk to God. I think it's amazing. And my children are his children first, and he loves them more than me. And he knows better than me. And to just really learn to lean in and to trust him. It's, it's been very humbling and having this framework of the model. And like we've said before, it's, it's not the only thing. It's just one thing that's really helped me be able to hear the voice of the Lord, see how it's playing out my life. Do I like the results? How am I showing up and really giving me a lot of awareness so that I can go back to the Lord and be like, I don't like how I'm showing up here. Help me. How can I understand more? How can I have more compassion? Like we talked about and just it's it's helping me connect more to my heavenly father and to myself and to my family which of course is still a process but i can see growth in that area thank you for sharing that holly while you were giving such a beautiful explanation of your trial and then you know coming out of it the thought that kept coming to my brain was Heavenly Father has faith in us, but he also doesn't want us to do this alone. Like we were never meant to be alone on this journey. And when you were testifying of being able to go through these trials in conjunction with the Lord, in conjunction, like with being able to just talk to God and say, okay, I mean, that is amazing. You were saying that and I'm like, yes. I wanted to clap and hallelujah you because it is amazing that we can speak to our creator and then say, okay, you created me this way. Like I want, I want to be better and help me along the way. And we were never meant to be solo, solo trip in this thing by ourselves. So thanks for reminding me about that. And I think when it comes to the things that matter most to us that are like dearest to our hearts, 
it's so natural for us to want to maintain that control, right? We want to take care of it. We want it to, it's almost like this thing that you treasure and you're, you're handing it off. And of course you want to take care of it and have a sense of control that it's not going to get harmed or be let down, you know? So it makes, it makes so much sense that we would feel that way. And you know, your example and, you know, just other thoughts that I have of different things that I'm still working through in my life that, you know, I try to apply modeling work. I just realized that we're just on a journey. Like we're just on a journey of progression and it's not like we're all of a sudden going to shift or do a certain model. And then all of a sudden, Oh, I'm just fine. Like I can totally trust the Lord. Like I'm good from here on out. Like it is going to continue to be a struggle, but I think things like this, like doing our scriptures and, you know, praying and, and all of these things, and then a, a little bit of modeling here and there, like all of it is just this effort to help us, you know, just push forward and progress in that way. So I think you've done that beautifully bringing those different elements together. Okay, Noreen, you're up next. Okay. So I have a few. Um, number one thing I learned this year is how hard it is to do an intro for the episode. <laughs> Whenever we have to say, hi, welcome back. It takes me like four or five times <laughs> because it's, it's hard. I don't know why it's hard. It is just hard though. Right? Yeah. It's hard. Yes. Um, two, the thing I learned was that Holly can pull a scripture or a quote from conference from anywhere. <laughs> we just, I don't know if you guys know this, but we discussed what we're going to talk about a little bit before we start recording. And she always has a scripture or a conference talk quote. She's amazing. And three, you think that there's not much I can learn more about Michelle because I've been her sister-in-law for what, 20 years now, 20 years, 20 years. But this year I just learned. I've always known how amazing you are. It's just compounded when we do this together, we get real, we get vulnerable. And so I've learned to love you on a different level. So that's that. And welcome back to my crying. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> cried in an episode for a while. So here we go. And then the thing that you actually asked me to do was the thing I learned this year was having a purpose makes trials more bearable. And it's not even like, I mean, like, oh, my purpose on this earth is to be a light or, you know, I don't know, whatever. No, it's just that when sometimes when I'm going through trials, big or small, if I have a purpose, it makes it bearable. I don't know how else to say it. It's like, okay, I'm going through this, but it's because of to this end. And that, my my friends, is a lot has to do with what I feel in my mind and in my heart you know, what's in my thought line. So I remember after chemo this summer, I was, I mean, it, it, well, that wasn't fun, but I had learned like six lessons for my six things of chemo. And I was like, okay. And it kind of gave me the energy to go to the next round because it really physically, you're just like, I don't want to go back to that clinic. I don't want to get those poisons pumped into my body. But because I knew I had learned things from the last times, it made it like bearable. Right. And so I was so proud of myself for finishing my six rounds of chemo, but then I was like, Oh, here I go. Now I'm heading into 28 round, 28 sessions of, of radiation. And I don't even know what's coming. It could be 
I could be burned. Like, I, there's so many things that could go wrong. <laughs> so I went to the first one and it was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. And then I had this idea to pick a word to think of while I'm in this like radiation tube so that I can think of that word and not think about what's going on in my body. Um, And it doesn't really hurt. It's just when you know that that much radiation is going into your body, kind of you, you could your brain, if it if let to wander on its own, could yeah. come up with lots of bad things. Yeah. So then I decided, well, in order to like commit to this, I'm putting this stuff on Instagram so that I had it, and I I had to think of a word every time, and because I promised my like you know a couple Instagram followers that I would, but that purpose, even though it was just for that small time, made those sessions bearable because I was looking for something good to come. And I know I'm not trying to say that we should, like I say this all the time, we don't need rose colored glasses to go through our life. And sometimes the purpose is I'm just learning, learning to rely on God, right? For you, Holly, learning to, learning to control your own mind and your, and show up how you want to be for you, Michelle. All of our trials, if we have a purpose, it just makes them go along. And that's what I learned this year. I like that. I loved your little word of the day. So I want to hear some of the words that you remember. So all the listeners can hear some of the words. Well, one of them was superpower. Like what was your superpower? So I sat there and tried to think of my superpowers. One of them was funky. I remember that one because I was in the <laughs> tube and I had listened to the song and it was like, what's that? Take me down to funky town or whatever. I can't sing. So <laughs> and so I was just thinking how life can hand us some funky things, but like what we do with it is kind of like how what will create our reality. Gratitude was one of the last ones. Funnily enough, uh, I didn't do a number one because I had this thought on day two and I didn't do a number 28 because they condensed my sessions. So just mm -hmm. last week I posted one, which was begin because you have to begin even trials. You have to begin so that you can end. And then I am um, this week. I'll be posting 28. So stay tuned. You can mm -hmm. follow me at Noreen Noble coaching <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> and find out all the 28 days. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you probably are already following me. Um, if you're my friends, so I don't know. I, I will, yeah, I share. Uh, you can watch also my hair grow because <laughs> the first day of radiation, I was still bald, and by the end, I have like I have you know I have a good amount of funky, crazy hair right now. Anyway, what a year, ladies! Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I love that. I, I love the idea. I mean, we, we do that for the year at times, right. Where it's like, mm -hmm. what's my word of the year. And I think when, it, when your brain has something to fixate on and look for, I mean, it goes back to the whole, like you find evidence of, of what you're looking for. I think if you focus on a certain word to get you through a, a certain period of time, like your brain can just focus on that, find evidence of how that might be true. Like that really is like setting that purpose and intention really is so powerful. So, and words have power. Thoughts have power. Oh, this is what I just heard from. I told you guys I'm taking these classes in somatic coaching, which is in the body, but she said words have power because if you think about spelling, the first part of spelling is a spell. 
they can cast a spell. Words can cast a spell on us. It's kind of cute. I was like, oh, that's true. Words do have power. Yeah. I think that's why the scriptures have power, right? Because they're the word of God. That's awesome. All right. All right. Thanks so much. It's been wonderful. And we are looking forward to continuing this next year and just learning and growing. And I think one of the things we were discussing before um, starting the record button here is just how, how much we've really learned as well, that it's, it's a single tool. It is not the end all be all means of, you know, solving all of life's problems. And we've been saying that from the beginning, right? The model, right? Yeah. The model, it's the tool of awareness. If you go back to one of our very first episodes, we compared it to building a house and the gospel is the blueprint, but the, the model is like one of the tools, like an electric nail gun that just helps us progress a little faster though it may not be the only tool that you're going to use to build this house. Right. So we just learning that more and more and Noreen's doing some somatic training. I am as well, like just being able to pull things together in order for us to just really progress in this life. And that's what it's all about, right. Is us progressing in this life and learning the, the lessons we need to learning to let go, learning to trust in the Lord. Like that's learning to become who the Lord would have us be. And that's what it's all about. I would just ask if um, you're so inclined listener, listener, listeners, I'll say listeners. I'll have, I'll have hope. Um, Listeners. If you could share with us an Instagram after Michelle makes the post that says, what did you learn in this last year too? I would love to hear it. I would love to know what you've learned um, from us or not from us in this past year. So will be awesome. Okay. Thanks for joining us today. I'll see you guys later. Bye. See you next time. Noreen, you compared it to a, an electric gun. What was it? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Like a, oh, a nail gun. Oh, 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 a nail gun. gun. Okay. What I know. I'm like, about? what are we talking about? I need to yeah, go back okay. to episode okay. one and edit myself. But no, yes, a nail gun. Yes. It's just a, a tool. What did I say? An electric gun. <laughs> and I'm leaving this in, by the way. If I'm editing this one, I'm leaving this in.